The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are. It's time for a Wednesday edition of Mick Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio at the beautiful Star in Frisco. And what a beautiful day it is out on the practice field as the Cowboys are headed out there as we speak. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and the Mickey Spagnola. The gang is all here today. The gang is here, and it's Not game yesterday. week, Everson. Right. Yeah, Everson has returned. I have returned to save you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because yesterday we had to do talking cowboys. Nate, okay. Nate joined us. Nate, oh, what's Nate? No, he just walked in. Nate that's just better. walked see, in. That's Nate, man. Come and on. See, and why he calls that talking cowboys? That's the original talking cowboys. That's, that's right. right, Nate Newton. And so Nate, Nate was on there. Yeah. And we're talking offensive line. As soon as he he walked in, just as we were getting into the guard tackle thing. So tell me, can I ask what exactly? He had to say. Not well, exactly, but, you know, he, just give me a he, short By the way, he had no intention of being <laughs> on our show. He just wanted to come in here and sit and and study up for his show, which is right after ours, and we put him on the air. Mm-hmm. And um, he had some great insights on the offensive I, line. I think he did. And, you know, talking about um, how they, you know, can help. Uh, Tyler Smith, get himself grounded. Don't just send him out there, you know, hang out to dry just the first couple snaps. Right. Make sure he kind of gets his feet going. And uh, talked about how uh, Jason Peters, uh, you know, in the room with all these young guys can really help out. And I think we saw that uh, right off the bat. Uh, Terrence Steele and uh, Tyler Smith were kind of in his ear during practice when it was going on. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a good discussion. And now we go. They get the first practice in as we speak right now. Uh, and oh, but before I forget this, I want to know what I compete is. I compete. Yeah, with Everson Walls. Everson, you got an appearance coming up. Oh, okay. I have many appearances. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Good thing I. All, good thing I. All I, I look at. Is, all him. I look at is the dollar sign at the end of those deals. I don't really, <laughs> you know, the cause and all of that is secondary. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, all thought, right. I thought you were gonna school us at some new place in. Music City in Louisville. I will be there. Just, oh, just Music for the City third. Mall in it, Louisville. It used to be Vista Ridge Mall. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Music City now. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've done appearances there. I actually have. This will be my second one. Right. And yeah, it's just going to be halftime of the game. That's all. Oh. Okay. Oh. Just game watching. So at halftime, we're going to be signing autographs. And that is a new facility there. That is a new place. They're trying to get their feet off. You know, get it off the ground and. So Sunday night, you're making an appearance during the game. You're watching the game. And you can thank my classmate, Doug Donnelly, because Doug is the one that uh, approached me with it. And I'm sure Doug will be there hanging out with me as well. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's one of those uh, video simulators. That you can do golf, baseball, I can't wait. basketball. I can't wait. It's called I Compete. I Compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But this is the funny part. So I was listening when I was coming in on the radio, 
and they had a, a liner to do, and they and they was they were reading it, and they got to your name, and they had Emerson. <laughs> oh no, they did. <laughs> they <laughs> caught it. Before I'm blaming they, Doug. I'm blaming they, Doug. They caught it. They caught it before they said it. They go Emerson. Emerson. <laughs> All right, and go back in the day when I guess 40 years ago, when Emerson was a rookie. Yeah. Did that, that, that tire you out when you it were? Did. It still people? does. Yeah. No, it still does. You still get Even people? on TV, and, and right? And you know what? It's, it's, it's usually this, those those rule guys, you know. Rule guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, 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 it's like they, they have some chew in their mouth, you know, when they say it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds kind of cool when they say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what's up, man? I don't even correct them. I don't even correct them. They keep calling me Emerson, man. This sounds cool. Hey, what, what's how do you think? Oh, wait, wait. Who is this? This is the producer supreme, Chris Beam, joining us hey, now. Hey, Bill. Hey, I looked up this, this this establishment that they were going to, and the first thing I look at is their hours of operation on Sunday. Uh-huh. You better get there early. Well, because this is they Thursday. Clo- they, oh, you're doing it Thursday? Yeah, I'm doing so tomorrow Thursday. Night. Oh, okay. it's tomorrow. Not, not, okay. the, not the Cowboy game. I thought it was game. a Cowboys no, no, game. It's tomorrow night. Cowboys on Sunday night, they close at 10. The game's not even going to be over by the time they close. <laughs> I no, no, this, this is going to be this is going to be Thursday night. So at halftime, I'll be signing all the graphs. Well, they're only open until 10 on Thursday night too. So that's why I'm doing it halftime. We just gave doing a free halftime. advertisement to I Compete I Experience compete. at Music City Mall in mm-hmm. Louisville. This portion of Mix Shots brought to you by I Compete. Just to get no, a, this is just, just to, get, to get a joke just, out there about Emerson. <laughs> just, just so you can go see Emerson Walls. Get and, and you know, you they, they, he Doug, likes to take Doug pictures. Donnelly, Doug Donnelly deals with. Uh, all types of uh, golf outings and things of that nature. He insures uh, golf holes, you know, like, like hole, the in hole in one, type with thing. a car. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. You get that. That's what that's his what his business does. Okay. They insure all of those holes. So you know, he's all encompassed with this whole golf thing and anything that you can do to enhance your game. Doug is is all about it. So you know, it's an odd um, business to get into, but. Definitely lucrative. He, he Doug does a good job with that. Does a real good job with that. And he can't play. He, he doesn't play golf as much as he used to, though. He was supposed to play in in uh, Cliff's tournament. Yeah, he was supposed to be with me, but I think he probably found a better pairing. Yeah, yeah. He he told me about me. playing with you. I never. I, I've been meaning to bring this up. <laughs> that that year that it was deathly hot. Yes. And you and Butch Johnson were his teammates, right? Yeah. He said you guys were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's he break, said, there's breaking you guys, news. He said you actually Butch. Butch was a very good putter. He had the putting part down. And see, oh, that's I'm, me. That's what I do. I'm, I'm a putter. How, I can't how, hit. How well would you play if you played once a year? Yeah, like me. Like me. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> the, he said you guys were so bad, his heart hurt, and he had to quit. Yeah, but he was he was <laughs> he was running out of gas because it was so hot. It was hot. That I was one of the, the hottest holes. golf days ever. <laughs> And and it was so bad that day. Uh, Preston Pearson had has a torn labrum, and so he's limping up and down tee box to to the holes and all of that. We got into the clubhouse that day. You guys were on the dessert stage of the meal. That's and you, how. And you guys needed IVs. We were still <laughs> out there. I called uh, Preston Pearson two days later. He said he's just getting out of bed. <laughs> so that was a tough day. 
Well, Cliff, had, Cliff Harris Memorial Golf Tournament. Yeah. Let's look for better weather next uh, time. Hopefully the Cowboys have better health than than that heading into this game. And so do you have breaking news on the health of this team? You oh. will you'll have more breaking news once we get one. This is the finished, first right? this is the first <laughs> practice report of the season coming our way later this afternoon, right? Now, I did see Kelvin Joseph out there, so it mm-hmm. looks like he was gonna do something. I don't know how much. Uh, Jordan Lewis will find out on the hamstring. You know, Mike McCarthy said they'd be out there. They would be going through the first part of practice. So from an injury standpoint, we'll find out a little bit more. Got some young guys going to be playing uh, well, in the game. I mean, quality all minutes. O- all over the place. Yes. Yeah. That, you know. Wide receiver, defensive back. Left tackle. Left tackle. (laughs) Right tackle. Left guard. You know, not just young, but some inexperienced. That's what I mean. Inexperienced guys. We're throwing some guys into the fire here. But we went over that uh, on uh, Tuesday, though, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the same Same boat on their offensive line. and so will it be interesting? And so to see. are the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs and the New and, England and Patriots the and, and the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay yeah. Packers. So if Everybody in the league, there, if you lose a starter, you're in trouble. If on the you're offensive listening line. out there and you have a son, raise him to be an offensive lineman because there's not enough of them. <laughs> no, no, raise him to be a long snapper. A long snapper. Yeah, that's yeah. raise him to be a long snapper. That is it. There's only 32 of them, <laughs> and they live well. <laughs> they live well. I, I can't see them having many they have, injuries. They have long careers. Long careers. As long mm-hmm. as you don't make one mistake. Just don't make a tackle. Yeah, you have to be perfect. perfect. That's the only problem. Tackle. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and uh, and then on Tampa Bay side, uh, as I am prone to do, I listen to the enemy and try, uh-huh. trying to find the best podcast to listen to to get up to speed on what's going on with Tampa Bay. And uh, their beat reporter, Rick Stroud, has a, a podcast, one of the newspaper guys in Tampa, and uh, they're talking Chris Godwin. And so now the, yeah. the big story in Tampa, and he's much like Michael Gallup here, yeah. he's coming off he's coming off not only an ACL but MCL. He yeah, had surgery January third. And in fact he didn't know at the time that he had torn his ACL at, when he got hurt in late December. Mm-hmm. So the timing is kind of similar to Michael Gallup. Gallup's surgery didn't happen it's until month, February. A month later. Uh but uh, but the, the big news in Tampa on Monday is that they he was out there on the practice field without his knee brace on, and so they're thinking, okay, they're you're telling me there's a chance he can play uh, Sunday night. So it'll be we interesting. We will not see him for a while. I'm thinking he's I'm not sorry. playing Sunday night. He is night not either. playing. He yeah. is not playing. I saw that he had the medical jersey on, though. Yes, he did. He um, and so. Um, and he was on a podcast himself, Chris Godwin, saying okay. it's more important for me to be healthy the second half of the season than the first game That's of the so season. True. So, sort of Jerry's thoughts about Michael Gallup: don't yeah. let him get hurt again in the first game and miss the rest of the year. Uh, you know, ease him in. You know, they were also uh, at one point in training camp. Mike Evans was nursing an injury. Uh, That's and, true, and so was uh, Russell Gage. Their other starting wide receiver and Julio, Julio Jones apparently he's healthy right now right and they've got him listed second team behind Mike Evans so we'll see where all that goes but their their shortcomings right now you know if, if the wide receivers are healthy they're better off than the Cowboys because we know the Cowboys will have two guys missing with Gallup mm-hmm. and, and James Washington but at least James Washington was out there 
running uh, on uh, Monday. So that was a that was a good sign. That is a really good sign, considering he's not scheduled to be back till what December? No, no, no October. No. Washington probably October. Okay. I would mm-hmm. he's going to miss the the first four weeks. Uh, I would imagine first four games. And then we'll see where they go from and there. And that would take us through the Washington game, and so it would be the Rams game. It would be the fifth game. Yeah. So, so they would hope to get him back. But in the meantime, we got a bunch of young guys out there that uh, they're going to rely on and step up and, you know, maybe a lot of two tight end uh, sets. Yeah, as, as much as we uh, – in training camp a month ago, we're talking about the young wide receivers, and especially after Washington went down with the injury and uh, do they have enough – well, we've lost sight of it a little bit with after the Tyron Smith injury because we've been focused so much on left tackle. Uh, but now, I mean, here it is. It's game week, and you know the Jalen Tolberts of the world. This is it's your time as a playing in your first NFL regular season game. And Dennis Houston, undrafted. Um, you know, Simi Fihoko with all of seven snaps last year. <laughs> um, no. Noah Brown, who's just been, you know, kind of the fourth, fifth receiver on this team. You know, but he's always kind solid. of number two right always now. Solid. Always yeah. solid. Always solid. So, you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we always talk about all these questions we need answered in training camp, and I don't know that we got all the answers one way or the other. So we'll start finding answers out at 7.20 on Sunday night, not only about the wide receivers but about – uh, the offensive line, and if this defense uh, is what we think it is. Mike McCarthy made a mention that he thought this could be one of the best defenses he's had since 2010, hmm. and that's the year. That was a good year for him. Yeah, they happened to go to the Super Bowl, and he said that was my top defense, and I think these guys can be that was good. Super Bowl right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So – yeah, so a lot of lot of things. So you're telling us we're going on. to the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, right. Based on oh, is this that defense. what you're saying, Spags? Yeah. Can we yeah. can we can we mark you down right here? Well, right well McCarthy himself was a defense win in the training camp. What was his quote? Defense wins. He said, cha- "Defense wins." Uh, of course, the cliche is defense wins championships. Chips, quarterbacks quarterbacks win, win Super Bowls. Bowls. Yeah, exactly. I've never heard that. Yeah, he said that during training. Yeah, camp. one of his press conferences, and well, so that's what happened when you got Brett Favre for a quarterback. Yeah, you say that. Stuff. And Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he should have won more, huh? So that takes you right back to 2010. <laughs> he, so he had his best defense. So defense won the championship. Right. And Aaron Rodgers won the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl for him. Yeah. There you go. Here. So anyway, uh, yeah, those are some of the things we'll keep an eye out for and keep an eye on uh, Tampa Bay. Um, but for both of us, I think Nate made a good point. Offensive line problems, wide receiver problems. Every pass we see, except for maybe some setups, they're going to be quick passes. You don't, you don't have time to worry about your offense, your offensive lineman, if he's going to hold on that play-action pass for a long period of time. You get those quick steps, have them cut down those defensive linemen and get those hands down for the quick passes. And Tampa Bay is good at it anyway. Cowboys are good at it anyway. I think you're going to see that all night long on Sunday night. Okay, so um, I watched – I finished Hard Knocks last night. Uh, I think that was the last episode. That was it, yep. Uh, I caught up. It's a sad episode. 
cuts that yeah, made, the yeah. cuts and everything. <laughs> and, and you know, and they and they really didn't have that player to focus on other than Hutchinson. So they focus on Campbell, Dan Campbell, the yeah, coach, the coach, right. and Aaron Glenn, uh, the defensive coordinator. Who, by the way, he's he's a trip. <laughs> he I, is. Yeah. <laughs> I, he he was always kind of quiet here. He talked and he was really good, but he never really, you know. But boy, I never seen that part of him mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on. Uh, uh, so speaking of Jerry Jones on Tuesday was talking about how he's done some of his best work operating without a net, meaning a safety net. And so he was asked about, well, do you have a safety net uh, on offense, knowing that you're not going to have Tyron Smith out there? And he said, uh, we've got to create some kind of safety net. And then he listed all this stuff out. He said, the net is Zeke. The net is the running game. Mm-hmm. The net is play action. Mm-hmm. The net is giving some help. The net is the tight ends. The net is Pollards and running backs and Zeke uh, and and the other guy. And he said the net is a quarterback that puts the ball to the best open, to <laughs> not only the best open player, but not necessarily the best receiver. So he went through all these safety nets on what they need to do to be able to operate somewhat shorthanded. Uh, and, I have, you know, the first thing they asked Mike McCarthy this morning was about the running game, uh, if the Cowboys can do a better job running the ball. Well, I get it. They only ran for 42 yards in last year's season opener against Tampa Bay. Guess how many yards Tampa Bay ran for? Hmm. 52 yards. So it was a passing game. Oh, that right? was a great game. And, too. and it's yeah. like it's like let's not get. Oh, and and it started right away last year with the running game, right? They 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 ended up with four hundred. The Dak ended up throwing for four hundred and three yards, right? Who cares how you got the yards, right? You know, you ended up scoring twenty nine points, and you had a chance to win the game. If the defense had held up their end of the bargain you you would have you would have won the game they they produced 451 yards against Tampa Bay and that was supposed to be one of the best defenses right. out there That's right right so it dominated in the Super Bowl the previous year right right yeah and and, and so yeah you you want to run the ball better but if they decide no you're not running the ball which they did with the amount of people they put on the line of scrimmage and how big they were up the middle, it's like, okay, well, maybe I'll just throw the ball. It was clear all season long. Any team that wanted to come in and play successfully against the Cowboys, their game plan, stop the run and make Dak Prescott beat us. And he That's beat, been all season long. And he beat 12 of them. Yes. So, and they got more yards. Actually 11. They got more yards than anybody else in, right. in, in Cowboys guess who, guess who, and, and, and more yards than anybody else in the league. Yes. Now guess who was second? Tampa Bay. <laughs> and neither one ended up in the Super Bowl. And here they come again. Yeah. So a little note, I mean, not note, but there's just a little guy they got to worry about named Tom Brady, right? Uh, and he had a – and you can talk to this. How do you how – do you... We're going to have to talk about it after this break yes, coming up, so we, tease it. When we, when we come know. back from this break, Everson got Walls a little quiet. It's <laughs> like, okay, at some point we're going to have – Gonna right. tell us how to defend Tom Brady. <laughs> all right, that's coming up next all, on Mix Shots. Be a problem at all. 
paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it they go, you go? <laughs> And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pre-game sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Back, back, back. To mixed shots. Kate Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. All right, on my uh, way to the star yesterday, I was disappointed when Everson wasn't here because I stopped <laughs> off at a convenience store and I saw a guy with a Grambling T-shirt yes. on. And I said, uh, so did you go to Grambling? He said, yeah. And I said, when you when you get out? 83. And I said, do you know Everson Walls? I know Everson Walls. I played football with Everson <laughs> Walls. Sure guy did. named Ray Davenport Ray from. Davenport. I'm giving a shout out to Ray Davenport. I out told him about Mick Shots. Chicago, Illinois. He, he lives in Chicago. Is here on business, and he says hello, Everson, and gave me his business card. So that Everson. was my backup defensive back. He played cornerback. 
tried my best to teach him. I did my best. But that's why he's a car salesman right now. See, he just, I couldn't, I couldn't make him, I couldn't get him to, to, to stick with it. I couldn't get him to understand. Uh, uh, Grambling Nation is all over the nation. All over the yeah. nation, baby. So how about that? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ray Davenport, who Joe is Grambling. now a McShots listener, Mickey. Very we good. just recruited a Grambling listener so for we you. Won't, we won't talk we, about We won't talk about the game against start, Arkansas right? State. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about good things. But I did. I, I, I drove away from that thing. That guy, he played for the great Eddie Robinson. Isn't that something? You know? He did. He yeah. did. You know, you, you run across people in life and you don't realize and what I'm their background you. is. And I was like, you know what? If I hadn't have struck up that conversation you with the guy know. wearing a Grambling T-shirt. I'm, and that guy, you know, he's one of those guys, you know, you come to Grambling, you 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 have a certain attitude of, of, you know, pessimism. And by the time you talk to Eddie Robinson and those four years there with him, mm-hmm. then you have a whole different outlook on life. And that's his entire purpose for being there. Hey, I, uh, I ran across Eddie Robinson in, uh, in back in the 80s. I was uh, covering Cowboys training camp, and then we went down to San Diego. Uh, I was working for a Lubbock station, and Maury Buford was a punter for, uh, for the Chargers then. And so we went down there uh, and interviewed Maury. And we got in what there late, late on a Sunday night, probably 83 or so. Yeah, that's and, when they came to camp. And, and, yeah. Yeah. and so uh, the Grambling coaching staff was – in, uh, it was late on a Sunday night. We got in and we we're trying looking for our room in the dorms there at uh, University of San Diego. And we walked in and are on a room, and the Grambling coaching staff is in. We walked in on Eddie Robinson watching coaching film. That's me and coach right there. Can there you go. Kyle, yeah. you must be older than me. I wasn't even <laughs> covering the team in '83. <laughs> you got that, Chris? Can they put that and, on? And uh, it was a great moment, though. And, 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 ni- and as yeah. nicest guy in the world. Yeah, you know? he is. And, mean, and, and next day I met uh, Don Coriel, and he was the opposite. But we'll go was on. Right there in Thousand Oaks. That was right there in Thousand Oaks. We're going to yep. go. Yeah, We're Don Coriel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, cigarette smoking. Ah, yeah, he, he was all about it, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, I, Hall of Fame finalist. That's right. I mean, he's he's going in next year. That's right. I mean, he'll go, he'll go in. He'll get voted in. Going in with Chuck Holly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay. So. My question. What do you do with How Tom Brady? How do you stop Tom Brady? You can't stop him. Right. You can only hope to contain him. <laughs> Very nice. And that is just the way. That's just anytime you have someone that is playing with greatness, that's just how it is. And when they say you, you, you only control them, that means that, you first of all, you, you have to play for the big play. Don't be surprised when the big play is coming. That helped me get a lot of interceptions. I always assumed that they saw me. You know, assume that they're going to throw to your man. Assume that they're going to go for the big play. And everybody knows when Tom Landry gets to the 50-yard line, anytime around midfield, you can answer this, Bill. What does he do? What does, what does, what does Tom Brady do? What kind of play is he going to call when he gets close to midfield? Going deep. Going deep. Mm-hmm. He's going downtown. He has done that almost 90% of the games that he's played in, and everyone's always surprised about it. The play action is going to come around midfield because he's going to go for it as long as his, it's within his arm shot. He's going to go for the end zone. So, but to me, so, as far as I'm concerned, always play for the big play, just like you played Dak Prescott. Keep everything in front of you. All offensive coordinators and great players, they cannot stand to be held down to minimal yardage. Their egos are so big, they got to show it. 
They got to get to that midfield, and they got to go he, for it. He did that against the Cowboys so, last year, late in the first half. That that forty-seven yard touchdown right. pass to Antonio Brown right. gave the uh, Bucks the lead at twenty-one sixteen at the half. So I, at the half, I, I, I re yeah. at the half. I, mm-hmm. I rewatched the game, and they came to that possession, and they came, they crossed the fifty-yard line, and Chris Collinsworth goes, "You know what?" He's going downtown. Yeah. This is where he likes to That's throw it. deep. So here's what happened. They they ran um, uh, – it was Emmanuel Sanders, right? No, Antonio, no, Antonio Brown. Brown. Antonio Brown. Emmanuel Brown. Sanders, by the way, retired, retired from yeah. football today. That's what I had in my mind. It was Antonio <laughs> but, but Brown. But Antonio Brown, by the way, was a sixth-round pick of the Steelers, and Emmanuel Sanders was like third round. Right. Mm. I, I saw wow. that note today. So anyway – But they both – you know, Antonio Brown speaks for himself, but Emmanuel Sanders' career, by the way, shout out to him. Yeah. Former SMU Mustang, what That's a career right. he's had. That's okay, go so ahead. So they Nick. run, they basically run play action. He runs a nine route, right? Anthony Brown's responsible for covering. We find out, though, he was supposed to trail underneath. Yes. So what happened on the play is the guy, uh, Jordan Lewis, was in the slot and he fell down on the guy he was covering. DeMonte KZ, the safety on that side, said, oh, his attention. I got to it get caught that his guy. attention because he's wide open. And they left Anthony Brown out to dry right. on the outside. Antonio. Yes. Oh God, I'll get it right. <laughs> anyway, here's the funny thing that happened after the touchdown. And, and these are sometimes you say stuff at the moment, and it's early. L. Michaels said, well, the two cornerbacks went off the board before the Cowboys got to draft, and they had to settle for Micah Parsons. And it's like, oh, would you like that back now? You had to settle for Micah Parsons. They had right? no idea. Oh, that's they had funny. No that's clue. So funny. And I that's funny. And, and it was like, oh, so what happened mm-hmm. in the next sixteen right, games, right. right? But yeah, I was going to point out when you said that, it, it occurred to me. Uh, so the one thing that. Uh, Mike McCarthy pointed out uh, is to to deal with a guy that has that much experience to try to get pressure on him. It has to come up the middle. Yeah, he said he's seen everything off the edge. Right, he knows when to step up. That's always been the best place to pressure Brady, and that's unusual. You would think because he's so tall. Right, you would think that that would be a weakness because he could definitely see over the lineman more than most quarterbacks can, but. That's the way you want to get up to, I guess, because of his lack of mobility. He moves well in the pocket, mm-hmm. but when you control the outsides, you, you uh, restrict his lateral movement, then you bring him up the middle. You're almost bringing him into that rat trap, and that's the best way when you bring it up the middle. It's almost like uh, 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 encouraging him to go into that rat trap, look up the middle. That's where the pressure's coming from. And usually that's where he throws his most interceptions and when the pressure does come up the middle. So I don't know about you guys, but I think from a defensive standpoint this year, maybe the spot the Cowboys have improved the most is their interior defensive linemen. And they had to. They had to. I mean, you got to remember Neville Gallimore – you know, yep. missed the first elbow. He's been oft injured. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And in Osa, was it was, that was the first rookie. game he was he played in his career. Right. You know, raw yep. rookie. Bohanna's. You know, Bohanna was, was a, rookie. a rookie. Tristan Hill was still on pup, I think it was, or non football. I forgot what list he was on. He wasn't playing. 
so now you've got all these guys back. And, you know, just maybe the Cowboys and, – and with them having to start three different interior offensive linemen. How about this? I'm just looking at the box score from last year's game against Tampa Bay. I got it right here if okay. you need it. No, I've got it. I'm looking at it right now. All right. The uh, top three receivers for Tampa Bay in that game were Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. and Rob Gronkowski. Obviously, there's no Antonio Brown, there's no Gronk, and there's likely no Godwin in this game. Those three players against Dallas last year combined for 22 catches for 326 yards and four touchdowns. And not surprising because we, we were even younger, obviously, no, and no, less experienced last year. They're and not they, in the game this year. And, yeah. and they, held, they held Mike Evans to three catches for, for 24. 24 yards. Yeah, yeah, but hell, they let everybody else catch the ball. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? <laughs> but but when, you, when you try to go against these guys, yeah, Brady's having some issues uh, physically, uh, personally as well. To me, I say we throw everything at him. I want to see where he is right now. And I know he's he's Tom Brady, but he's also still 45 years old, okay? And he still missed most of training camp. All right? It's not just about him being able to, to perform. It's his connection with his wide receivers now. now. These are all new receivers, and he also has to deal with the lack of experience as well as connection now that they have during training camp. I think that this game needs to be chaotic as can be for the Cowboys. I think the more chaos for the Cowboys, the better it is for the Cowboys' defense. We need to keep Brady off, off his, 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 you know, get him off, off his, his toes, spot, off That's, his spot. Yes, right. and I think we can do that this year. Last year, I was not expecting us to stop Tom Brady in any form or fashion. I figured we would have to play the way we played. And that would be have to match his greatness with our own, which we did. But and this year, I wouldn't say that that's the case on either side because both of us are dealing with depleted positions and we're also dealing with lack of, lack of uh, prep time for a Tom Brady. And when we come back on Mix Shots, what is the best way for the Cowboys to create chaos on Sunday night at AT&T Stadium? Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. 
It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Head to AT&T Stadium this Saturday, September 10th, to experience Rally Days presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. Uh, some jersey number changes for the Cowboys coming oh, out of the preseason. Uh, Everson, did you hear what number Cavante Turpin I is did now not. wearing? What is he wearing? He was wearing number two, right. and of course Jordan Lewis wearing number two. In the regular season, you can't have duplicate numbers, and so he had to switch numbers. Cavante is wearing another single-digit number. Nine. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Number so, nine is the Are we – since he still has number nine on at, on the practice field, are we to assume that uh, the blessing has come down that From he will above? wear number nine yes, during I the think, game? I think okay. that's probably right. And he would be truly – they call me little nine because my dad was big 99. So <laughs> this guy is truly little nine. He's a minute young man. He is. Mm -hmm. Yes. I thought it was interesting, and we will talk about creating chaos. And maybe that's a guy that can create some chaos uh, in a different way. Speaking of little, not to interrupt you, uh, John Fossil said of Turpin, he goes, don't call him little, call him tough. Mm -hmm. I was intrigued by what um, Kellen Moore had to say about him. And and as I watched Cavante Turpin throughout the preseason – it's obvious his skills being able to on special teams as far as his return ability and everything. He is a natural catcher of the football. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, he's. It's amazing. You and he, 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 he's got the same natural skills that C.D. Lamb has catching a punt. It's not easy. Right. And I'm not talking catching a punt. Yes, I'm talking know, about catching passes. But and, when he catches a punt, it's not all this stutter step stuff. It just comes mm-hmm. right to him. And in that Chargers practice, um, I want to say it was Cooper Rush threw him. He was he was running an out, and the pass came to the inside, and he spun around and makes a diving catch against his body. And I was like, okay, this guy's got some receiving skills too. Now, will he run the right route or run him accurately? But 
Part of the reason he won that USFL Most Valuable Player Award was what he did as a receiver, because mm-hmm. I think he only returned one kick for a touchdown. So a lot of the reason he was the MVP yes, was what was he did the on offense. Wide receiver, and and I think you got to sprinkle this guy in, uh, and. and 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 make them understand that the only re you know the only reason he's he's I mean make them understand not the only reason he's in there is to run a nine route uh, is to you better cover him right you better cover the underneath stuff because once he gets the ball in his hands uh, boy and you know they're gonna they're gonna send him on a jet sweep just to catch their attention but he's more than a jet sweep guy well the two things we have to Figure out, can he take a hit? Because well, he is minute, and they're going to smash him. Yep. Okay, that's just the way it is. Second thing is, I love how when you can catch like that, it's like multitasking. You don't just concentrate on catching. You know, his catching is secondary. He's already got this here. He's all, His mind is already, okay, where are my feet? Where is the, the defender? You know, is he on my left shoulder, right shoulder? When I catch it, can I turn right away this way? Can I pivot this way? Those are the kind of things that impress you with someone that can catch because they can catch and it's not just catch. They can catch and dot, dot, dot. They can do other things as they catch. So that multitasking, that's what makes them dangerous. You know what I just did? Huh? I just picked him up on my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> good. I can, Sounds glad good. I, glad Sounds I can good. talk you into something. <laughs> And but I'm still not sure he's going to be wearing number nine Sunday night. Oh, I think I, I, I just I'll believe it when I see. Well, it. they just switched. Well, I know he didn't have to put. I know he he's got it on. I'll just, be, I'll just believe it when I see it on well, Sunday well, you night. You want to wear eight? No, no, he's not wearing <laughs> he's eight. Not wearing eight. Not wearing eight. And I'll just I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. So I don't know anything. I'll just somebody else's have to give up a number. I don't know. There's other no, numbers no, in the no, universe. Not number nine. Yeah, he's too small to wear eighty. <laughs> yeah, the numbers will look it's way too so big. single digit. Okay, Kelvin's in one. Jordan Lewis is two. Anthony Brown's three. Dak, Dak is, is four. four. Anger's, Anger's five. five. Wilson's six. Trayvon's, Trayvon's seven. seven. And they're no eight or, eight or nine. Well, he's going to have zero. Zero. I don't know that that's allowed in the NFL. It wouldn't look good either. Yeah. <laughs> double zero is allowed. Jim Otto wore double that, zero. That, yeah, unless you're only lineman can. He, need, he, needs a, he needs a single digit. And he can't wear 11. I mean, 11 would be you know, Parsons. Uh, 11, yeah. Damn, that would have been good. 10? Ten, <laughs> yeah, too. The zero is too big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be single digit. 17. So that's why. That's why he's wearing nine. That's right. Okay. All right. We uh, got to the creating, bottom of that. Creating chaos. So, creating chaos. as a matter of fact, talking to uh, uh, Dan Quinn, he was talking about Brady, and he and he was talking about you know what you need to do with him, and one of the things is, he said, you better be at your best at the moment of the game that will separate you, like the big play, the big moment, like they didn't do it on that last drive. Last year in the opener, when like they had when the, Brady gets to midfield, yeah, twenty nine. Be ready lead. for it. That's you what I said be, earlier. Be ready. Be for ready it. for it. He can see you, right? <laughs> and, and 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 he was talking about how uh, one of the things that they've evolved is they've got speed uh, and they're faster than maybe they were last year. Not just talking about the edge or the safety position. He's talking about linebackers uh, along with his defensive front. 
So that was one of the things. Tampa got swept by the Saints last year, right? Yeah. They did that with speed. Their entire defense is they're not very strong, but they do right. have speed. And that's how they were able to just confound their, their second the, uh, the, the passing game. And if you recall, I forget number 22's name for the Saints. I think he's gone. I think they, they just traded. He was traded somewhere else, but he was talking trash. Oh, the, the, it was the corner. The cornerback, corner. yeah. yeah. All, he was talking trash. He was short, so he was all under Brady's chin. Right. <laughs> talking under trash. his chin. He was under his chin talking trash. So that speed, it confounds Brady a little bit. So creating that chaos may speed the game up for him. And of course, he's Brady. I get it. But – his wide receivers, Chauncey Gardner, uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. His wide receivers, his wide receivers, may not be ready for that uptick in speed. Right. So we have to create the chaos, not just for him, but for those that want to. And uh, think, think about the importance of that game. And I went back when I went back and the Cowboys squandered a potential eleven points <clears throat> in that game. Missed field goal, missed extra point, Bad having timing. to kick a kick a field goal from the two yard line. And you that's left, that's when everybody started talking about McCarthy with time management. Yeah, you left. So we had a time management field. problem in there as well. So um you, you look at that game, and I understand it was the first game of the year. Tampa Bay finished thirteen and four. Cowboys finished 12 and 5. They were the second seed. The Cowboys mm-hmm. were the third seed. Yep. Had they won that game, they would have finished 13 and 4. Tampa Bay would have finished 12 and 5. The Cowboys would have had the second seed, not the third seed, and they wouldn't have. So the Niners up. probably would have had to play Tampa then instead the, of the, 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 the Cowboys. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so. It, it it made a, it's the first game I understand it and things happen afterwards right you can't assume right right but still had they won that game they're the second seed in in, in the league and who knows how the narrative would have changed it's twelve forty five is it mm-hmm. on the you know what, you know what we're doing tomorrow talking it's opening day <laughs> opening night in the NFL and we are making our picks for making the season our picks. tomorrow. <laughs> That's your homework assignment. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't know if I have time for that much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just off the top of your head tomorrow, okay. you're going to make your picks. Okay. We're going to hold your feet to the fire. and never I'm going to pick my own categories. Okay. <laughs> you can That's do right. that. You, That's right. You we, got free reign. We'll our own categories. You, you can create chaos here on <laughs> Mix Shots. Uh, tomorrow, have a great Wednesday. And I know Mickey cannot wait for that first practice report of the season coming yeah. out later this afternoon. We'll see you again tomorrow at noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?